Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the NUA Masters podcast. Uh, today I'm joined uh, with Liam Clark. Hello. Hello, how are you doing? Hey, I'm good, cheers. Good. Thanks for coming down, it's good to have you with us. Um, so you are a full-time uh, fine arts student on the MA course here, right? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, so the objective of, I guess, today is just to, to find out a little bit about you and about the work that you do and I guess that the whole sort of artist behind the art Um and sort of shed a little bit of light on the MA course here. Uh, so I guess if we get started, if you want to tell us a little bit about your practice and, and what you do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've been making art for nearly 10 years now, based mainly in painting, drawing, photography, mm-hmm. uh, with a little bit of 3D work, collage, uh, paint big murals, do illustrations, make lots of zines. I've made films in the past, so very like multidisciplinary. Mm-hmm. Um so lots of different sort of ways of expressing sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. That you want to uh, do. Usually pretty colourful, um, often humorous, mm-hmm. sometimes political and social, especially recently. So I've I've seen some of your work and it I've, some of the stuff I've seen is very funny. Um, is it? Have you always sort of been been doing this for for? Did you can remember or or is this something specifically that you're exploring on the, on the EMA or? Um, so I've always been making things since I can remember, really. Um, but the sort of the the humorous stuff came from when I was at art school uh, for my BA, which is in I graduated in twenty twelve, mm-hmm. um, and then sort of around two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve. That's when I started um, just making quick ink drawings. Um, sometimes there were ideas that I couldn't necessarily do, like I didn't have the money to do this huge sort of installation idea so I just do a quick drawing of it and then but it would be humorous in like the the fact that it's just a quick drawing of this mm. this thing that you could, couldn't make um and then those those drawings have just continued um and now they're sort of influencing my practice and how I can push them into like 3D work or into painting mm-hmm. um keep like keeping the humor but also adding sort of maybe more social and political awareness mm-hmm. So, so that's kind of is that what you're exploring now in your on the masters in in your work? Yeah, yeah. So, for a lot of my work, I've just been painting sort of patterns or characters or um, exploring sort of just uh, skateboarding or music or stuff that I was into. Um, and then recently, I sort of made a conscious decision to actually explore or just push my sort of own ideas around politics and society, just uh, to use my art as a a way of creating debate and discussion around topics and mm-hmm. using the humour and uh, the sort of naivety of my work as a, a way of making it more approachable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the MA has been an opportunity to sort of push that stuff mm-hmm. and kind of step away from sort of more more of this just painting and now having it like an actual purpose with it. So can you, um, as I touched on before, I've, I'm, I've seen a little bit of your work, but for those listening, can you give kind of a little bit of an example of maybe some of the stuff you've done throughout the master's course uh, in some of the previous projects? Uh, yeah, so, well, the first project um, where I made something, um, I'd done a series of uh, small sketches of graves with sort of joke inscriptions. So it might say something like, good things come to those who wait. Um, <laughs> and I made those into 3D sculptures just just cardboard gravestones mm-hmm. um so that was just to kind of push the idea of funny in fine art mm-hmm. um and then uh throughout the course i've kind of explored painting in one form or another mm. um 
and researched sort of funny and politics and all those things. So now we're coming to the end. That's quite, I'm kind of like putting all these things together mm-hmm. to make a larger piece, which is both funny and sort of focuses on painting, but also on specific political subject matter. Um, my current work is based around climate change. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So is this this would be a good time to talk about maybe uh, what we would expect to see at the degree show. Uh, yeah. You don't have to tell us if you don't want us to ruin the surprise, but um, or maybe talk about some of the, the your your very current most most recent projects. Um. So, well, for the degree show, I'm painting a triptych, um, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a progression of some of the work that I made before joining the MA course, um, which was political and it was sort of large paintings, um. And this triptych will be, like I said, it will be based around climate change, but it'll um, it'll be sort of very, it'll be acrylic on very nice fine art paper, mm-hmm. um, but then it will be mounted onto sort of industrial wood like OSB um, and like sp- spray painted pine. And so there's kind of this combination of like the sort of high end art world and like the sort of more lowbrow folk art world, which I'm also interested in. Mm. Um and the triptych allows me to have sort of three panels where I can have a uh, sort of a panel for the causes, um, a sen- section for um, potential solutions, and the sort of main section will be sort of probable outcomes, mm. uh, kind of if we carry on living the way that we live right now. So kind of detail and narrative. Yeah, yeah. Place. That's good. That sounds really exciting. And uh, if it's anything like the stuff that I've had the luxury of seeing, then I'm very, very excited to see it. Cheers. Um, let's, if it's okay, let's talk a little bit about sort of your time here at NUA um, doing the MA course specifically. You mentioned you did a BA. Was that at NUA? Or that yeah, yeah. So I left that in 2012 and then I've just been working in a studio in the city centre for, well, about six, seven years. Is there any reason um, why it wasn't... Uh, like you, you kind of remained here or, or kind of migrated, didn't want to migrate somewhere else? Uh, yeah, just I, I'm i from Ipswich, so I didn't really want to go back there because there's not really a big art scene. And I already had friends here who were doing stuff. So my friend Fraser was running Moosey Art. My friend Sam was running Shush Collective. Um, there's lots of th- opportunities here. Um, and at the same time, I can just get a like a simple low paid job and afford to rent both a flat and a studio. Whereas if I move to a bigger city, that might not be a potential. Um, mm-hmm. So that, yeah, that's why I stayed in Norwich. And then I kind of just started looking into uh, maybe more art based careers. And that's how I ended up back on the MA. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been making work, showing work, getting published and stuff, but not necessarily having a, a job in the art sector. Mm. So I guess this is this is a big question I've been asking people, but uh, uh, I guess this this sounds like almost a, quite an organic segue. What would be next for you? I don't really know. Um, I've <laughs> got uh, I've got three shows coming up um, in the next year, so all of my energy really is just going to making new work. Mm. And obviously, this course is ending sort of August September, so I've got sort of like four months before I was gonna really figure out what I want to do next. Yeah, yeah. Bit of time to con- contemplate on it. Yeah. Um, so are there any, have there been any sort of key moments across the course that have changed um, 
the way you, maybe you approach things, your process or, or anything that you will take away as uh, uh, a moment that you can reflect back on and say, yeah, this is where I changed course almost or, or it impacted me in a way? Um, yeah, I think like on the course of Met, I think the main thing about art school is meeting people really is that you meet, especially on this course where you meet people who aren't necessarily from fine art mm-hmm. or, or a fine art background. Um, so myself and a few other of the part-timers, as well as a couple of extra people have formed the TBA Collective. Um, we've been doing shows and obviously having that kind of group where you can just sort of experiment with ideas and then do a show and then have an audience as well. It's what's, been really the good. T- what's the TBA Collective? Uh, so it's myself, uh, it's Rob, um, Ingrid, mm-hmm. Rich, Harriet. And these are all people who are currently They're all part-timers. And then uh, there's also Chris and Erica who don't study here. But um, it's just a chance... Well, it's, essentially, it's a chance for us to go to the pub and have a beer and <laughs> talk about what we do. Um, but uh, we all just sort of liked putting on... The idea of putting on shows. Um, so we've done two already, but we've got another one in the pipeline. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. And is that has that got a date on it yet? Uh, no, not yet. No. And do you approach uh, the the work that you present? Like, do you all kind of, is it just all about each artist or are you approaching a theme or w- when you put works together? Um, for the first show we did, it was just, yeah, all our individual works. And then mm-hmm. the second show we did go with a theme, but it's very loose. It's um, like a lot of group shows. I think most of the work you could kind of fit into any theme if you just sort of, you could justify it in a way. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, the theme sort of allows, especially with uh, any text that goes with the show, the theme kind of ties everything together. So even if it's visually different, mm-hmm. um, the work will make sense and be a cohesive exhibition. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, I'm looking forward to the next one. Um, so if anybody's listening to this and they uh, are thinking about doing a similar course, like the MA Fine Art or just an MA course here at Norwich University Arts, is there would there be any advice or you could pass on to them? Um, I would say if you're going to work full time like I am, uh, do the course part time because I am very tired. <laughs> <laughs> so you you work in to as you mentioned to pay for the studio and uh... yeah yeah so like, I already had a job and a studio, so I basically tried to fit the course around that, which has gone all right so far. But as it, as we're coming to the end and I'm sort of like, there's a bit more pressure on some of the written work and obviously the final final work for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So is it, because uh, I'm studying full time as well and I do, I work as well. So I completely empathise with that piece of advice. But do you think it's been uh, worthwhile? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think like, especially if you're in the same position as me where you're working in a small studio um, and obviously you can use sort of like the internet to get an audience and you can have those discussions online. There's nothing sort of where an art institute really sort of pressure people into critically evaluating what they're doing, why Mm -hmm. they're doing it, sort of decision-making throughout your own art process I think if you're working on something even if it's for two or three years you can get very stuck in like this is just how I do things this is um so so the course actually is like a really good way just to kind of push yourself and question Mm. why you're doing it 
Mm, very good. Very good. So if uh, somebody listening to this, because uh, being a podcast is not a good visual medium, um, where would they be able to find if they're looking for your work or find more about your information? Where would they find that? Uh, so Liam Ashley Clark on basically everything. It's uh, Liam Clark.com on Instagram, on Twitter, on even on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cool. We'll put that information in the description of the episode so people can can find it um and there um but it's always good to just cover that so that they can listen to this find out listen to you and you talking about your your stuff and then go go directly and find that information out um so we talked a bit about like your projects that you're doing at the moment are there any uh this might be a difficult one to answer like any are there any projects that you really really want to do or any topics that you really want to like talk about like going forwards like not necessarily like uh for a specific exhibition but just personal to you um well the project that i'm working on at the moment sort of the triptych um came out of an idea of sort of the potential things that could cause uh sort of like an apocalypse <laughs> but um so there's so um, some ideas sort of um informed by the doomsday clock the idea mm-hmm. that at some point in the near future a terrorist organization will get hold of nuclear weapons <laughs> um and uh, so, like the sort of rise of anti-vaccinations, especially yeah. in the US, um, those those sort of things. I did want to make a, a sort of whole exhibition of these ideas that there's a lot of problems which arose from the idea that the even though if I scroll through sort of like Instagram or Twitter, I will see people talking about this sort of stuff. But if you just like read a newspaper or watch the news, you'll mostly see about sort of Brexit or the Tory party leadership and, mm. and things that seem somewhat... Uh, less important mm-hmm. um, than all these other social issues. So, why do you think that you, the work that you do is uh, an important vehicle for those? Um, I think, in some ways, I think it's just my way of being able to sort of like exercise my own ideas, thoughts, and concerns around certain subjects. But I think that um, I have an ability to sort of use humour in these kinds of ways. So. Um, I think that makes the subject matter a little more approachable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not; it doesn't make it too scary. I think if you're going to look at sort of a really, really traditionally done oil painting that just showed you all of the terrible things that could occur from climate change, <laughs> then you'd probably just try and sort of blank it out and not really think about <laughs> the worst situation. So I think if you can look at something and it can make you laugh, um, mm. and maybe it's like a little naive, um, but I think then people will be able to have sort of like a, a discussion and be drawn into the work more mm. than more than just put off the subjects. I definitely agree that, that, that humour is a good um, vehicle for making these politi- political commentaries because the, the only co- way you're going to see them is, you know, in the news and it's a little bit more serious. So digesting it that with that almost that soft buffer, I think, is a really good talent of yours as well to kind of keep keep working on. Cheers. Um Okay, well, I think that's been a really good chat. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks very much for coming along. No if anybody's listening to this uh, and it's before uh, August 2019, at the end of the month, we're having the uh, degree show. So come down and see Liam's work. Um, and if he's there, come and meet him. Uh, check out his uh, his uh, web profiles just to see his work. Um, as I said, we'll put that all in the description of the episode. Um, yeah, thanks again for coming down. Uh, it's been lovely chat. Uh, can I just add as well that um, I've got some work in the Bloomberg New Contemporaries, which is in Leeds Art Gallery throughout September um, to November and then moves to London 
throughout December, January and February, I believe. Wow, brilliant. What, what sort of stuff? Uh, that's some of the stuff that I uh, painted before I joined the MA, some of the more political stuff, but also still humorous. So. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, well, we'll put a link in that. Uh, um, in the, of that in the description as well so that people can find that um, but yeah thanks very much for coming down thank you cheers um, for having me good luck with the rest of the work hope it goes okay cheers um, and thanks everybody for listening <laughs>